Colin. James. Guess how many days it has been since we released, and I don't mean recorded, I mean released, which okay. maybe was on the same day, episode zero of the Ooh. Scotland's Least Style podcast. That's an excellent question. I'm going to say, is it, is it like a really nice, neat number, like a thousand? A thousand days. It is one thousand four hundred. What? And seven. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. One thousand four hundred and seven. That's like yeah, it's like almost four years. Is it four years? It's three years, ten months, and seven days. Oh, that is that's how bad we are at recording because it's truly horrifying. That's enough months and days to to record like two hundred ish episodes. <laughs> and today we've got the big one fifty, big which is technically one fifty one episodes, but it's episode number one fifty. Oh it's man, a very special episode. We promised it would be special, and to make it super super special for everyone, yep. we are recording it. Individually in secret locations that shall not be named. No, we're not going to tell you where we are. You'll never know where we are, but it is special. Very special. We've made it special. <laughs> I won't tell you what clothes I'm wearing or not wearing. Oh. <laughs> James has got a special hat on. I do. Or maybe I don't. I had a special conversation with my neighbor this morning. Hey, about that's nice. A, a, a leaking bath. <laughs> so it's a very special day. Wow. That's rough. Yeah, it turns out our, our flat's leaking, so... Yeah, I mean, that's that's new. That is a new one for us. So, clearly, the gods of fate just knew that today was going to be a special day. Yeah, it had to be special. What's been your highlight of the last 150 episodes of the last Scotland's Least Still Podcast? 1,407 days. The highlight was probably that one time in episode zero where you asked me who the next Spider-Man was going to be, and I said Liam Neeson. <laughs> I think that was the funniest I've ever been. It's up there. I mean, you've had you've had your moments. Yeah, I could reel off lots of times where I've tried to be similarly funny and make really bad innuendos, which I then get asked about by relatives who I don't think we're listening. Uh, so that's always fun. I'm gonna have to explain <laughs> constantly explaining our jokes to people we didn't know were listening. Great, <laughs> my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> the thing is, I would say that we have improved since uh, since episode since, zero. Yeah, since zero. I mean, the recording quality maybe isn't, but you know, we have. Yeah, I think the content certainly has improved. Yeah. Although that is up for debate. So if anyone wants to disagree, please feel free. Yep. Uh, feel free to disagree with us about our quality or how funny we are. And also, if you want to disagree with us about how many days it's been since we released the podcast, just Google it. That's impossible to disagree with. I did the maths. Do you want to know what... I think you know the answer to this question already. What's our most popular episode? Madonna falling down the stairs. Yeah, well done. The time Madonna fell off the stage at the... I think it was the MTV EMAs. And for some reason, I have no idea why, but that episode has, like, consistently... It still gets listened to today. People still listen to it <laughs> to this day, and it's terrible. It's probably three years old. I think it's, like, episode 66. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but that one still is. And the thing is, James, I mean, I guess sometimes you think, oh, what's the point? You know, is anybody really listening, or is anybody I really <laughs> like listening, and not just people in Singapore or in Switzerland? Uh, although, hi to our international listeners. You're you are also... Hi, yeah, hey there. Always welcome. <laughs> but the main thing is, obviously, people do still listen to it. Yeah. And that's that's good. Yeah, mostly that episode, though, which you're way off. That was episode six. Was it? Like, our most popular episode is, is in, like, thoroughly in season zero. It's is right that... at the start. It's terrible. Oh, it's embarrassingly bad. So Madonna fell off that stage nearly four years ago. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. A lot's happened in that time. I can't tell you the exact number of days. I want you to guess how many plays that one has had. Only on SoundCloud. I don't know how many it's had on other apps and stuff. Well, no, because this is going to show up the uh, the popularity of the show. Not high. <laughs> I'm going to say 150. 
833. That's mad. It's pretty mad. Why? Like, since we average about 20. <laughs> and, like, 10 of those is me listening and it cringing at myself. This is not true. <laughs> I mean, a lot has happened in, in those four years since... Uh, since our very first episode, so much has happened. Let me let me let me tell you one thing has happened. What I had birthdays. You did have birthdays. Yes, I had uh, lots of times where I slagged off colleagues in ex places of work because I knew nobody was listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The thing is now, if, if anyone is listening to this and uh, for the first time and has he- heard me say that, good luck digging because we've yeah. got 149 Go episodes to look back through. And all of them are bad. Every single one of them. You won't make it through five. And then, of course, I make jokes uh, that I know I can make because my, my mum's not listening. So, therefore, it's it's fine. Even mum's given up now. <laughs> I have mentioned to my mother that today is... Well, not number 150, so she might listen to this one. Well, no, Janice will. Of course Janice will. So let's be nice. Hi, Janice. <laughs> hey, Janice. Thanks for having us that time we lived in your house for a while. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that again. Okay. If, of course, you, the audience at home, would like to uh, get in touch and tell us how much you love the show. How little. You can, of course, tweet at Seesaw Parade, Snapchat. Don't limit our audience. At Seesaw Parade. They can tell us that they don't like us too. Gmail, Seesaw Parade at gmail.com. We know an email for a while. If anybody wants to write an email, feel free. That would be lovely. Why not? I might write one. Tweets and, I'll write one to us. Tweets and nudes are all good. But um, yeah, something long form. Something long something form. With feeling. Absolutely, because I mean, there's only so much feeling you can get in a Snapchat, in a tweet, <laughs> or in a, tweet. a tweet, or a tweet. James, uh, let's kick off then, as we would. Now, the thing is, a lot has happened in the world, but we wouldn't oh, really right, be yeah. true to form unless we, of course, bypassed all that to the very end. Yeah, and, and uh, talked about films for half. An yeah, hour. exactly, and talked about films instead. Let's do it. So let's start with Deadpool. Now, this is the uh, sequel, yeah, which came out in the summer, is now being re-released as a PG-13 or a 12A, mm-hmm. if you're in the UK. Mm-hmm. They've released a trailer for it, uh, apparently called Once Upon a Deadpool. Ah, yes. That's a name that makes sense. <laughs> and features Fred Savage. We'll get to all that in a minute. Let's just hear a short clip. Kind of prefer Marvel movies. We are Marvel. Yeah, but you're, you know, Marvel licensed by Fox. It's like if the Beatles were produced by Nickelback. It's music. But it sucks. You were nicer as a kid. James, do you know who Fred Savage is? Well, he was a child actor from an American TV series. However, he's no longer a child. For some reason, I thought he was in Kick-Ass. Maybe he was. I don't think he was. Like a name like Fred Savage, you'd be in some sort of edgy. It's a pretty good show. name. Yeah, he should be. He should be. He should be big up in the in the old Hollywood starlist. But I, yeah, he's getting. A, he's got a job now. That's good. I know we we briefly touched on this, but if you haven't heard before, Deadpool essentially they've reshot. Or they've shot new scenes, I should say, and obviously toned down all the blood. Or they've, it's like Mortal Kombat, they've turned blood off. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously taken out every single sweardy word all the and replaced swearies. it with butt. Yeah, all the nudity. It's all gone now. So you see, oh, it was a little bit in it. Yeah. yeah. Did you like the trailer? I thought it was quite funny. I thought the trailer was pretty good. Like I had low hopes for this, but I like, I like that they're messing with it. And it's clever. And they're making fun of themselves again, which I always appreciate. <laughs> I mean, I feel it's a slightly shameless way of making more money, but if you're if you're Deadpool and you're like, hey, or the people behind Deadpool, and think, if we spend a few million making a few more scenes and 
turning off the blood so the kiddies can enjoy it will make an absolute fortune. Yeah, and maybe that's it. Though. Maybe the only way that they're getting to make the second film is if they promise to also make a PG film as well. And then they just thought, well, let's just do it the easy way. Oh, fair enough. If it does come out in the UK, I'm not actually sure yet, but uh, I'm sure it will be viewed at some point. Maybe it's going to be a Netflix exclusive. Oh, maybe, no, maybe. it's going to be a Disney Plus exclusive. Disney Shrek Plus exclusive. That will make us buy it. Okay. Now, a film which is undoubtedly going to end up on Disney Plus, but is getting a theatrical release, is Lego Movie 2, which also has a full trailer. Let's hit play. <laughs> you mind if I save your life? Not at all. Who are you? The name's Rex Danger Vest. Galaxy defending archaeologist. Cowboy. And raptor trainer. <laughs> I don't get it. Will you help me rescue my friends? You don't want to go anywhere near the Sistar system. It's ruled by an alien queen. Only the toughest are going to get out of there alive. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> yes, you are. James, what do you think of this? Trailer looks better than the last one. It does, yeah. very much so. I mean, we we I did I don't even know if like um stubbly stubbly cool guy was in the last one at all. Do you know who stubbly cool guy is? No, it's Chris Pratt. Oh, is he doing the thing where he's? Yeah, okay, that works. And it's also referencing a lot of Chris Pratt's other works. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So the character, if you if you uh, want to watch the full trailer, go do it. It introduces the character Rex Dangervest. Who is a? I reckon Chris Pratt made that name up. I can probably guarantee that. Who is a guardian defending archaeologist, cowboy, raptor trainer? Which is basically all of Chris Pratt's recent and upcoming work. Basically, yeah, yeah, everything Chris Pratt's ever done, and he's it's just him. He's just putting on a like a tougher voice, like when I do when I read the news. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out if it was him or if it was someone else coming in and getting to do all the references and fun bits. But that's pretty cool that it's him. I wonder if he gets paid twice. Unless, of course, it is someone just pretending to be a Chris Pratt. But no, it is just him putting on a voice like this. <gasps> it's Rex. <laughs> hey, Rex. Uh, yeah, no, I, li- I like this. I like this. It's good. Okay, let's move on uh, to... That's out in February, I want to say. Yeah, so, I'd like to see that. That should be fun. Birds of Prey going across to... My favourite kind of animal. To DC. It's not, Birds of Prey is an animal. It's a species of bird. Birds are animals. Okay, no, they're not. They're birds. birds. Animals. I'm having a birds existential crisis over here. No birds. No birds and animals are very are two very separate things. Are fish birds? No. What? What, what about the one that flies? Were you talking? What are you talking about? Okay, birds of prey, everybody. Uh, this is the DC film, which uh, is basically the next one on their slate after the last one they did. Oh, <laughs> you should go into news reading. Sorry. After what I think was... I can't remember the last film they did. It's the next film after the last one they made and before the one after. <laughs> it's... Okay, I don't care. It's off the back of Suicide Squad because the new title for this DC anti-hero female film is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. I wish I was kidding. That's terrible. I think it was written by a 12-year-old. Why would you call... I I don't... I mean, is that meant to be like Harley Quinn's written the film? Yeah, they're trying to embody her voice in the title. And, you know, I've never been too into Harley Quinn. I couldn't tell you what what her voice is. But I feel like this isn't it. Fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Oh, she's here. That's basically... Remember that, t- remember that time in the, the podcast we used to do... Or rather, sorry. Celebrity appearances. Celebrity impressions. That was good. Almost on an episodical basis. That was fun. That was bad. 
It was terrible, but that's why it was fun. At no point did, did I get anything even remotely close to anybody I was trying to impersonate. We should bring that back. Oh, Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage has joined the podcast. The, uh, audience, out there, we'll come back to talking about Harley Quinn in a second. Would you like Colin to do his impressions again? I miss them, personally. They always cracked me up somewhat, mainly because they were so bad. Just let us know. Do you know, do you know when the, the height of the impressions would have been? It would have been around the time of the Brexit vote because the Nigel Farage, I'd basically... That was a weekly thing. Like, I'd, I'd found my impression. It wasn't very good, but I'd found it. Yeah. And it was very settled. It was very uh, routine. Oh. If, you do, if you do miss them, or if you say think I should never do one ever again, please <laughs> let me know. Birds of Prey, everybody. Right, let's go back to this. What a dumb name. Yeah, it is a dumb name. I reckon the same company that Google hired made this title. <laughs> Birds of Prey Plus. But also... Harley Quinn is the character which this film will revolve around. Because no one else has heard of anyone else in this film. It's all, I've not heard of any of them. I don't know who they are. You've got, I mean, you've got Black Canary. Ah, that's a bird. And Huntress. That sounds like a kind of bird or predator. You've got Cassandra Kane, Renee ah. Montoya. Yeah, those are birds. Although Ewan McGregor's in it. Ah, he is a bird. <laughs> who I'm presuming is going to be the token male black guy. Sorry, no, sorry. The token male bad guy. Wow, you say oh black my guys are bad? Sounds like you are, Colin. No, this, that uh, was a slip of the tongue. That's all it was. Sorry, sorry. Do you know why? Sorry. Do you know why I said that? It's because his character is called Black Mask. Oh. And I saw the words, and I said the word, and I meant to say bad guy, and I said black guys. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Ewan McGregor is the bad guy playing Black Mask. So, try that again. He's the token bad guy who's also a man. And they're all the women. So I can understand why you'd call it Birds of Prey and slip Harley Quinn in the title, because then people are going to be like, oh, great, it's Harley Quinn in a film. It's not a David Attenborough documentary. I mean, it I was trying to figure out what it was when I read it. I was like, what is this? Is this like the, the biggest coming upcoming documentary we're following birds? I'd watch that show. I'm a big fan of documentaries and I'm a big fan of birds. This vulture. Maybe I'd be more excited about that. It's been flying for nine days. <laughs> it's David. Yeah. Nine days? Flying. That sounds like an albatross. Are you sure it's not an albatross, David? <laughs> yeah, so it is. Yes, this is an albatross, not a vulture. I'm going blind. Oh I think I think in our efforts to like hype up episode 150, we've like pushed it. We've jumped the shark here. Here we have. Okay, let's unjump that shark. Let's unjump it. Let's go back uh, let's to go back to regular water skiing. Penultimate, penultimate piece of movie news for the week: Venom Two, a sequel nobody's asked for, and Morbius, which is the Jared Leto-led vampire superhero movie. Not kidding. That sounds like a Mobius strip. Sony. That's a ref. That was a callback. It was. Sony has snapped up two <laughs> dates in 2020 in the kind of filming release schedule, seeing as Marvel is doing absolutely nothing right now. Mm -hmm. And it's suspected that these two films will be Venom 2 yeah. and Morbius. So they're both coming out in 2020. Thoughts on this? Can't wait for Venom 2. Oh boy. Did you see the first one? No. Nah. And I won't see the second one. <laughs> I can't wait to not see that film. Right. And then Morbius, like a vampire film. We haven't had those in a while. What we do in the shadows is good, but you know, it's because yeah, it was no, no, funny. There's nothing like that. This is a vampire superhero, I think. Yeah, so it's like Blade. Yeah. It, they need to make a Blade film. Get rid of Morbius. Get Blade back in the in the films. 
I like Blade. The reason they're making a Venom 2 is because the first one cost them 100 million and so far has made them close to 800 million. Oh no, it actually did well. It did do well, despite the fact that reviews were very, very average. Although... That's exactly what people want. Average, palatable. And here's here's a, a teaser for the next episode of Seesaw Parade. Dun, dun, dun. I'm seeing the early reviews for Robin Hood, <gasps> and I cannot wait to go see it and then just tell you all how terrible it is. Because, my goodness... I want to see it. It's being absolutely slated. I reckon it's golden. I reckon it's going to be a cult classic come <laughs> 20 years. To the surprise of nobody... It's terrible. Let's uh, talk about things we have actually seen and not things we're going to see if we're still alive and well. Uh, James, what have you watched in the last little while? So I haven't finished any series of anything. Oh, James, what? I have nothing to report. I've just, I've been dabbling, what are you doing? Dabbling. D- dabbing, dabbling, it's all I've too much. I've not finished Daredevil. I've not finished Better Call Saul. I've not finished either of the animes that I'm watching right Clearly now. Clearly not dedicated to the review section of the show. Although in the anime, in the anime world, there's been a great divide. In the platform, streaming platforms, everyone's doing it, even the animes. Sony has pulled their, all their shows from, from the primary anime streaming service. Why? Now we got to pay for two, because they're Sony and they suck. Either that or the platform was the platform and it sucked. But everyone just wants their own platforms and we don't have the money to afford it, everyone. Please, please stop. Well, if you're going to pay for, first of all, if you're going to pay for Netflix, Amazon and now Disney... Not to mention Sony mm-hmm. or whoever, or Hulu or whatever. Yeah, and then there's a Crunchyroll for the animes, and then the Sony's anime one is funny. Crunchyroll, yeah, Crunchyroll. It's a good, it's a good, it's good. Well, it was a good service, but now half the shows are gone. And if you're like a totally cool dude like me and have the WWE Network to watch men in pants <laughs> fake fight each other, yeah, and women, uh, then that's a lot of money and that's a lot of time. Wait, men in pants fight women? <laughs> no, well, no, actually, not had an, an intergender match for a while, uh, but. That's a lot of money, and you need a lot of time if you're going to make any of that worth your while. Come on, corporations! Just you got—they got to realize that we're poor. Uh, well, people are just going to steal things. You're, you're poor if you don't have a job. But uh, lo and behold, James, and this is some news I can exclusively reveal because I've not changed my Twitter or my Facebook. Da da da! I now have part-time job. <gasps> Congrats, Colin. Thanks, thanks, dude. It's uh, basically I tell people this is how you talk to journalists when they ask you naughty questions. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I say to you, James, this podcast has been going on for 150 episodes, yeah. and you're yet to make a dent in the social conscience of the UK. Yeah. This is a disaster, isn't it? And you would say, no, it's not a disaster. And then the journalist goes, oh, <gasps> thanks, there's my headline. Thank you, there's... No, I would, I would say, this podcast is, is small and targeted to a specific audience. Family members. <laughs> what do you know, journalists? Get your facts right, and then I would slap them. <laughs> okay. Well, metaphorically, that, metaphorically slap. Yeah, we basically there's there's like five golden rules of, of basically doing interviews, and they say, hey, hey, Colin, you you know kind of stuff about journalism and and TV stuff. How about you go to different places and tell people how to do it? Congrats, you get to travel the world. Sounds great. So yeah, I'm going to Madrid next week. <gasps> Where are you going the week after that? And I'm going to Dubai <gasps> in January. Oh, that'll be fun. And then I'm going to Dallas in February. Boy, always. I don't know why I'm whispering. Neither do I. But yeah, that's that's cool. So now I've got I I've got the dollar. I got I got none of them. <laughs> because you already can I have some, you already have a job. Can I have some money, please? Well, if if I'm this talking job, to the audience now, because, audience. <laughs> yeah, like it's good. It's good because Cease Operate was not paying the bills. No, I had to find. I had to get something. No, it wasn't paying the bills. No. So 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 this this uh, this job will help pay said bills. And at the same time, it's only it's only like. A few days a week. It's not full time job, and that's all I was looking for. Just so I can chill 
and do important stuff like write sad metal songs and, and learn Gaelic. Oh man, quite quite the life you're leading. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, in the words of Kanye West. Oh ye, in the words of ye. It's like don't be jealous of the life I have. I can't remember what it is. Don't be jealous of the life I, I got. My life, your <laughs> yours is yours is also yours is also good. So don't be jealous. <laughs> Promise your life's all right. Yeah, that's that's basically it. So, yeah, everybody, I mean, if you want to join me in writing sad songs and, and like, posting them on Twitter, then 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 please feel free. I can always do with more people. And then we'll get, we'll get back to our little secret music project soon, Carl. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, it's on my list of things to do. I need to change multiple things, but then yeah, we can release it to the world and people will be excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Because it's actually, it's like, it's like good music without me trying to sing or me trying to be funny yeah. it's just music it's palatable what were, we t- what were we talking about oh yeah what have you seen so what have you seen this week oh uh, no, i didn't finish any series of anything or watch a film i'm sorry right well i'll tell you what i saw we, i've let you down this seems to be the, the pattern we're following from now on uh, so i've seen <laughs> fantastic beasts 2 uh, which has been oh. called the crimes of Grind- grindelwald now this is this is tricky because i've also been watching house of cards and there's a very obvious kevin spacey gap in the show yeah are you just watching everything that has people that aren't so popular right now <laughs> that's literally what i'm doing are you making a point yeah yeah, yeah. and the, the problem with fantastic b sequel is that johnny depp obviously there was a lot of anger over his casting with his yeah abuse allegations this that the next thing and so it's kind of a little bit uncomfortable like if you want to review the film even if the film was good you'd, you'd still have the caveat of well it's good but it's, it's got Johnny Depp on it so it's not so quite so good but thankfully it doesn't have that problem because the film is very very average oh great that's what I like it's, it's called Fantastic Beasts there aren't actually that many of them in it Oh. in terms of where the plot goes from the first frame to the end nothing really happens I got another question if there's not many Fantastic Beasts how many crimes are there uh, I think he like he kills a few people with his wand. But that's a crime. This big wand. He, he like. I've never sh- done that, but I've, I'm pretty sure it's a crime. He shoots fire at people. Oh, that's a crime. Yeah. So yeah, there's a few crimes in there. I'm sure he maybe like swore on the Sabbath or you know stole some sweeties from Woolworths when he was a kid. Yeah. Not that I, I would ever do either of those things. Or he or he or he dived when it, there was a soft tackle in football. <laughs> yeah. It's all like the film's okay. It's all right. I think if you were like a Harry Potter nerd, of which I am not, you'd enjoy it a lot more. Mm. But it's fine. It's how's, like, the, it's fine. how's the sound design? Is the sound design good? Yeah, it sounds great. That's what matters. That's what matters, really. Some of the VFX is a wee bit wonky, but uh, it's it's not good. It's not bad. It's all right. Now, for the Harry Potter films, it's all about sound design. It's definitely the worst of the Potter world. The Potterverse. The Potterverse. <laughs> okay. The other film I've seen is Widows. Now, I would... 100%, 110% recommend you go see this. Okay. It's the heist film by Steve McQueen, who, of course, oh, yeah. did 12 Years a Slave, which won all the Oscars and all the awards. And he's back doing his thing with a cast of very, very good actors, including Viola Davis, Cynthia Erivo, Liam Neeson, Colin Farrell, Robert Duvall, Jackie Weaver. There's like The list goes on and on. It's one of these films where it has so many big name actors to get into the cast. Half of the trailer is just like, Liam Neeson, picture Liam Neeson. Colin Farrell, picture Colin Farrell. Yeah. Viola Davis, picture Viola Davis. And it just goes on and goes on. The film is is awesome. 
it's not your classic heist film in that it's not just like linear here's the setup they don't just plan it execute it and get away here's a montage of them getting ready here's a failed attempt oh no here's them thinking they're not gonna do it here's the heist and here's them living happily ever after here's the part where the heist almost goes wrong here's a surprise that saved them in the end the heist itself is actually quite short it's more Mm -hmm. the lead up and all the other situations it's part political drama it's part heist film it's part i don't know reflection on american society and it's it's shot really really interestingly it's not your for example there's a scene where colin farrell and his um assistant have a a discussion in the car as they've left uh, uh, kind of an event in their local area Mm -hmm. he's running for mayor Mm -hmm. and in most films of course the camera would then cut to inside the car yeah. And you'd have a shot of Colin Farrell kind of looking broody out the window. Then you'd go to the yeah. PA having having her lines and you cut back to Colin Farrell. Yeah, maybe a shot of like a coffee cup in the, mean, in the middle Yeah, of exactly. It. Yeah, yeah. With this, Steve McQueen has done it so interestingly in that the, the camera follows the two of them into the car. The camera then mounts itself on the bonnet and it's a, it's a, it's one take for about two and a half, three minutes. Mm. The car, the camera is just sitting on the bonnet of the car. Not even looking at the two actors. It's just looking at the road as the two of them have this conversation. And then they pull over outside his house. The camera unmounts itself from the car and the action resumes. Honestly, it's super interesting. It's really well shot. It's fantastically acted. I loved it. Go see it. I will. When it's on Netflix. Uh, don't, Don't just say I will like you did with Venom. Like, go and see it. Wait, but it's good, not like Venom. It's super, like, honestly, you would love it. Okay. I think most people would thoroughly enjoy it. All right, I'll see it. All right, okay. Shall we do classic seesaw parade? Let's talk about not films. Let's talk about not films. Oh, no, everybody's least favorite part of the podcast. Well, some people like it, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> if okay. anyone gets this far. Okay, so uh, first of all, let's go to the ongoing story of Jamal Khashoggi, the Washington Post journalist, and the reaction of Donald Trump, and this week, the CIA's decision or conclusion... Conclusion, yeah. ...that the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman ordered the assassination of the journalist in Istanbul in October, contradicting what the Saudi government said. Mm -hmm. And now, Donald Trump was like, actually, you know what? I don't care what the CIA have said. I'm standing with the Saudis. Yeah. I gave I gave him a call and he said no no Donald it wasn't me. That's essentially what he's come out and said. He's also repeated Trump's also repeated the phrase or the Saudi claim they've been using that Khashoggi was an enemy of the state. Mm. And Trump said there is nothing definitive linking the crown prince with the murder. This is extraordinary, James. But I mean, entirely unsurprising. That sentence there is technically correct. There's nothing definitive. However. The Crown Prince is basically in charge of the country. He has all the power. He knows all the things. And the CIA knows for a fact, because they, they intercepted the call, that the Crown Prince's own brother, Crown Prince II, yeah. an ambassador or something, called Kasoji, or Kasogi, Kasoji? Kasoji. And was like, hey, Jamal, come to the embassy. It's safe, I promise. Yeah, his, so the Crown Prince's brother told him to go there because it would, yeah. it would be safe. And because... Khashoggi was like, well, you are literally number two in the yeah. in the country. Great, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, and he went. So like, it's, it's not that there's something definitive like a call that the, like the crown prince made, but all signs point to him. And then Trump's like, oh no, he said he didn't do it. He didn't order it, not at all. So what, they're just going to, like, they're going to execute the five people that were involved, or the f- five people that were involved. I'm doing finger quotes now. <laughs> uh, and then that's going to be it. And the US won't do anything. 
But the world's kind of doing some stuff. So Germany's cut all arms trade with the Saudis now. Other countries are falling in line. But the US won't do anything. They'll just ask ask the Saudis to up the the oil out, yeah. out exports again. Right. Save save the world from the vile country that is Iran. Oh, no. In a statement, Trump said, It could very well be that the Crown Prince had knowledge of this tragic event. Maybe he did, and maybe he didn't. That being said, we may never know all of the facts surrounding the murder of Mr. Khashoggi. In any case, our relationship is with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I just don't... Like, ahead, of its own, ahead of its own citizen. And ahead of his own intelligence agency's conclusions. Yeah. So they've said, yeah. Un- yeah, undeniably, Bin Salman was behind this. And he've said, well, well, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Who knows? We, never, we, we don't know. We'll never know. But you know what? We like them as a country. Because, you know, they've only ever done one massive terrorist plot in our nation, killing thousands of people. Only one. And now they're only killing one journalist. But they give us oil. Sticking with... We make them rich. Sticking with Washington. Thanks, James. The latest on the legal challenge to the White House's decision to strip CNN reporter Jim Acosta of his White House press credentials is now at at an end. Because he is back, he's returned. A federal judge has ordered the administration to give him back his stuff. Yeah, he's getting his pass back. But is it the end? It's not the end. The the judge also said, hey, White House, if you can do this properly, do it. Because the reason he's getting it back is because they didn't give him, didn't go through all the proper procedures. They didn't make sure they had the right to do it. But the judge is saying, if you do, do it. But the judge is also saying, you probably don't. Trump also told reporters that people have to behave and said um, there will be rules and regulations, we will end up back in court, and we will win. Mm. And uh, then when asked where, what he meant by rules and regulations, Trump said, decorum. You can't... And I was like, okay, decorum. In the White House. Mm-hmm. During a press conference. Mm-hmm. With Donald Trump. Press conference, decorum. <sighs> Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay. So that's ongoing, but, you know, at least there are some people in the world who... Yeah, I mean, it's going to go CNN's way. The judge yeah. says so. You can't just be like, no, you, you, you can't, you can't come back. Sorry, dude, because we don't yeah. like you. But they can probably just never talk to him again. They'll give him, they'll give him the silent treatment from now on. But the silent treatment never works because you've, eventually you start speaking again. They'll be best friends before we know it. And, and Trump will be like checking what Acosta's writing about him, and Acosta will check what Trump's saying about him. Yeah. And then eventually they'll have like a an emotional reunion. Yeah. <laughs> they'll hug it out. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Let's talk about some news before we wrap up. That uh, you may have missed before we get to Scotland uh, doing actually well in football. This is a story, James. This one, Extinction Rebellion. I did not see this mm-hmm. anywhere in the news over the weekend. And I'd be surprised if any of our listeners did too. Just tell me about this. Well, yeah, let us know if you did, because it's been pretty quiet. But Extinction Event is a new group organization, just a public one, not it's called official. Ex- Extinction Rebellion. Extinction Rebellion. I don't know why I said it right. Extinction Rebellion. And they are a group of people in the UK who are trying to hold the government to account, telling the government and the leaders that we are not doing enough to save the planet, basically. Yeah. They're saying that the human humankind and the, and the world is in its darkest hour. They're at the brink of extinction event greater than the one that happened to the dinosaurs. They believe this. And they are engaging now in mass civil disobedience. Somebody's being quite naughty. They're being naughty, which is good because the government needs to be like, we have to wake the government up here. 
if, if unless we start costing them more money than it would cost to start saving things, they're not going to do anything. So, so essentially what happened is all these thousands of protesters turned up and blocked every major bridge in London. Yeah, so all five major bridges in London, apparently for the first time in history, were blocked on the weekend, which led to, well, I guess, people not getting to do their stuff, the government having to lose some money. And a bunch of people getting arrested for it. So the reason they're doing this is because they believe that the government are just kind of like, oh, climate change, climate change, we will get to that eventually. Yeah, but we need to do it now. Do you think they're right? They are right. The world is not doing enough to like try and rescue our climate. It's too late to really rescue it, but we need to try and make it so it's not as bad as it could be at this point. I saw the uh, a news article recently that said the ozone layer is healing itself. Yeah, but we're also... Losing more and more Arctic ice every year than ever before, That's which true. is warming the seas. We're going to lose our Gulf streams and our different... Everything is going wrong. Yes, it is, James. Ozone layer regardless. We're, the ozone layer is healing, but that's not the only problem. Also, I'm playing devil's advocate. I agree with you entirely. Oh, yeah. And we've got people everywhere posting little scientific reviews about, but maybe it's going to be okay. The fact is that everyone who's smart in the scientific community is in agreement that it is already too late and that we need to do stuff. And then world governments are kind of doing a wee bit. Token gestures to get into power and whatnot. But they need to do more. But it'll be a problem for, for your children. I was going to say our children, but that would suggest that we were it having children. It'll be a problem for our children, Colin. No, for your ch- not for ours. Episode 150, my, my big announcement, we are adopting <laughs> Seesaw Parade kids. We've, we've started the Seesaw Parade Orphan Foundation. Yes. Okay. And we shall engage in mass civil disobedience so that our children will not inherit a destroyed planet. Okay. Well, so then everyone out there, if you if you feel like if you feel any feelings about this, go ahead and block a bridge. You might get arrested. Who cares? Government sucks. I don't think people, certainly in Glasgow or Scotland, care enough. I don't imagine there would be anywhere near the sort of numbers we've been seeing in London. In terms of if you had a protest in Glasgow or Edinburgh about the climate. I believe in the people of Scotland. I think people care more about independence. This half of Scotland's Least All podcast believes in its people. I don't. People suck. Well, 90% of people suck. Every, like, one in ten is pretty decent. We're, playing, we're being good cop, mean cop. The world's a bleak place, James. You know, sometimes your boundless optimism just has to have a limit. It needs to be bounded is what you're saying. It needs to be... It's a contradiction. Bounded. <laughs> yeah, because not everything is sunshine and roses, pal. Yeah, it rains. Yeah, it rains. You know? But I don't want that rain to be acidic. <laughs> well, that's why you live in Scotland, not in China, where the, the rain <laughs> is acidic. Yeah. Come on, world, fix it, please. Right. Penultimately, NASA is going back to the moon. Yes. In news you may have missed, I did miss this as well. They made a really cool promo video for it, though. They did make a cool promo video. I mean, someone spent a long time in Movie Maker with that one. Yeah. I liked it. It looks like it looks like a pretty decent trailer for a film. And basically, they're, they're like, yo, we're going to the moon, and this time we're going to stay. They're going to the moon, permanent base, apparently, and they're going to be using that base for uh, as a starting point for missions further afield. That's cool. So missions to Mars and whatnot. Because it's a lot easier to take off from the moon than it is from Earth. Is it? Well, the lower gravity. And it's already moving faster because it's already going around the world. Uh, don't confuse my brain. I don't understand these things. 
I'm not, I'm, although I'm not one of these people who's like, if the earth is moving at 36,000 miles an hour, why am I not moving at 36,000 <laughs> miles an hour? You, you are. <laughs> I know, but I'm not one of these people who's like, why, why aren't I pinned to the ground of the force? Why don't, why then, if I jump in the air, does the planet not move underneath me? Gravity, boys. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen some, I've seen some of these comments you get on these flat earth videos are amazing. Mm -hmm. Although I've stopped looking at them because they made me so annoyed. Just like, <laughs> people, people are... So stupid. And are the biggest trolls ever. Well, no, I know. I genuinely think some people are just ridiculously stupid. Yeah. But some of them are trolls. I'm sure they're just doing it for the lols, for the memes, for the for the vine. Do it for the vines. Okay. So NASA going back to space. And before we finish up, uh, I suppose we should mention Brexit, seeing as it's episode 150 and it's kind of been the theme of the show. And Brexit has been a theme of the podcast. Brexit and then also a bit of Trump. Jacob Rees-Mogg, who is kind of the lead rebel in the Tories. Well, he's such a rebellious boy. He's got so much money to gain from a good Brexit, so he's rebelling against a not-so-good Brexit. He's a, he's a kind of Tory who'll kick over the cricket stumps when somebody's not looking. He would never kick them. He'd push them gently. <laughs> anyway, he's told his uh, fellow MPs that they need to chuck Theresa May right now, because if they don't, she'll still be in charge when the Tories uh, have their next election. Probably in 2022, apparently. Yeah, when it's so he's, meant to be he's playing the party game. He doesn't care about Brexit. He doesn't care about the people. He cares about the Tories staying in power. Well, evidently. Yeah. He sucks. Well, he, do he does. He does suck. But people like him, and the Tories seem to like him a lot. Yeah, I don't get it. He just, he talks like big business, but he never listens to anyone he's talking to. He talks to experts in the fields that they're that they're discussing. He also looks he like a... acts like he knows more than them. He also looks like a caricature from Postman Pat. He just, yeah. That's a very good point, Colin. <laughs> Thanks, that's, that's my takeaway. But it humanises him. We don't want to humanise him. Last but not least, Scotland are in the playoffs of Euro 2020. I believed in them all along. Uh, after winning a total of four games. Actually, they didn't even win all four. I think they won three. So Yeah, they, they lost to Israel once. They did. They beat Albania, they lost to Israel, and then the last five days, they beat uh, Albania 4-0 and Israel 3-2. And actually, James, I don't I don't imagine you watched the, the football, did you? Nope. Well, Scotland actually played very well. They did. And for the first time in t over 20 years, we may have an actual chance of reaching a major tournament where, we'll, of course, we'll, we'll get pumped and lose and go home. Yeah. And then we did get promoted to an upper division. <laughs> yes, we did. In this, in this thing. Lots of lots has happened, James. We were in League C and now we're in League B. League B. That's nearer A. <laughs> it is. Are there more leagues above A? Does it go to, does it go to like League X? It does not go to League X. Especially good. That would be the logical choice, but no, it's, yeah. it's League A is the best. Although we're in League B, so that's pretty good. That's like, yeah, that's top half. It means we'll be playing against teams that are better yeah. and we'll just start losing again. Oh, exactly. And then we'll go back to League yeah. C and we'll win that. Because we, we won these games because they were against Israel and Albania. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Not because it was us improving drastically, which I'm sure we did, yeah, but also right. because it was against teams that were about as good as we are. Well, maybe by the time we get to episode 200, you know, based on the rate we're going at. Three years time. Scotland will have competed in Euro 2020. Yeah. Should we, should we put a prediction on when we reach episode 200? Oh, man. Uh, Seeing as it's taken us four years to reach the equivalent uh, equivalent of three years worth of podcast, I'm gonna say we're gonna do it by the end of 2019. We're gonna be good. Oh yeah. Oh wait, wait. That's oh, that's bold. Yeah, that's only missing like five weeks. That's like one. Yeah. Oh man, that's like one a week. Yeah. Oofed. You know what? You're on. End of 2019. In fact, here we go. Final episode of 2019. Episode 200. Ooh, <laughs> that, that is a date. That's a challenge. Mark it in the calendars, everybody. That's gonna be. <laughs> 
<laughs> on Tuesday, 31st <laughs> of December, 2019. It's a deal. It's on. Right, James, that brings us to the end of uh, a historic and very average show. What did you think? <laughs> did you? Wait, no, again, you keep making it sound like the podcast is ending. It's not. Well, I mean, when I say, say historic and average show, I just mean like this 40-ish minute long show. Episode. Episode. What do I think? I think that I feel sorry for everybody who forgot to put the playback speed on 1.2. Oh, can you do that? Yeah, podcast apps are great. You just put them all on 1.2 and it speeds by. Do you know I started listening to a Gallic podcast on half speed so I can I can catch everything <laughs> they're saying? <laughs> Well, if you want to do that, you can listen to it and take an hour and a half to listen to this episode if you just can't get enough of me speaking. Yeah. And James speaking. I also spoke. Okay. James, I will see you uh, next week and we'll get, let's get these guests rolling let's in. Let's get them on. I can think of at least two. Yes. But uh, yeah, we wanted to, wanted to make this one special yeah. by just having me and you. So special. In our secret locations. That was special. I'm on the toilet. Okay. <laughs> I will see you soon, son. I'm off to Amsterdam now, literally to catch a plane. I will see you soon. Have a blast, Colin. Will do. See you. Bye, 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 bye. Goodbye, all the dear listeners. Goodbye, Chris Pratt. Goodbye, Chris Pratt.